Good morning, good morning, good morning, wherever you are in the world. And welcome to Season 4, Episode 3 of In the Valley of the Trees series. Our focus today will be on spiritual balance. If you want to truly have a positive impact from this series, go back and start with Episode 1. I wish that I could say that the information presented to you was easy to write, but it isn't. I must be spiritually awakened by God to hear his voice, to understand the plan and purpose for each session and episode. I tried it my way before, learning from successful podcasters, but God quickly reminded me that I was not given this gift to become rich, but to help others. If it happens, it happens, but The whole point of me having my podcast was to help someone like myself or someone that used to be like that old version of me or someone that just needed someone to be there for them or just a friendly reminder that you can make it too. I don't know where this journey will take me, but God reminds me to trust his process. Some people may question and debate what I say, even try to assassinate my character. But God says, keep going and trust his process. His time is not like our time. And although others may deny his existence, they still can't explain everything through science and they never will. Mankind has been around for quite some time, and yet we are still making new discoveries. The entire ocean has yet to be discovered and various species of life is either undiscovered or created. Whether you are religious or not, each religion and science points to the fact that something outside of who we are exists and can't always be seen with the naked eye. There are various books that discuss what some may call the spiritual hour, witching hour, etc., When they say such things, it is in reference to a certain time in the morning, whereas the spirit world and physical world are in alignment and spirits cross over. Some books, articles, etc. seem to have it calculated down to the times between 12 a.m. and 4.30 a.m. Some give it a particular hour. They'll say 2 to 3 or 4 to uh, or they'll say uh, 3 to 4 2.30 to 3.30 or 12 a.m. to 1.30 a.m., however the case may be. This is why I just said between hours of 12 a.m. to 4.30 a.m. From experience, it seems that the world is quieter at those hours. But spirits don't operate on our time. We live in various time zones. So the times above have several times throughout the day or night. According to www.britannica.com, there are various things that mix itself with the supernatural, folklore, history, uh, religion, magic. And I just kept reading and reading 
and I explored those various things for my research. I've noticed an uptick of mediums, which sparked my interest in the first place, and the use of astrology on social media. You know, my my kids were telling me something about a sun sign and a moon sign, and I know that that itself is a form of astrology. And I just want people to be very careful when following trends. I always warn my children to proceed with caution when exploring other religions and practices without research. Although something may be a trend, it may very well be a trap or a ritual to capture your soul. For those of you that are freaked out by all things spiritual, you may want to stop the recording right now. Because it's going to, we're getting ready to get a little bit deeper and you may not be ready to hear this. But if you're ready, let's go. From my research, various religions evolved from mankind's obsession with the supernatural or connecting with the dead. Although some people may have the gift of sight, such as mediums or psychics, those without the gift exploited it and were considered frauds. Even the mediums and psychics themselves did the same thing. I wouldn't say they were necessarily fraud, but I'll say exploiting things as far as charging people for money, for reading, so on and so forth. People had a hunger and a thirst to belong somewhere and were intrigued with the thought of combining religion and magic. Let's talk about something that many people talk about today. They're like, I'm spiritual. I'm this. I'm that. Well, let's talk about it. What is spiritualism? According to www.britannica.com, spiritualism in religion is a movement based on the belief that departed souls can interact with the living. Modern, modern spiritualists point to the ancient accounts of spirit contact in the Bible, they look at the visit of Saul, the, which is, was the king of Israel, to the so-called witch of Endor, in the course of which the late prophet Samuel appeared in 1 Samuel 28, and the story of the transfiguration in which Moses and Elijah appeared to three of Jesus' apostles, which is in Matthew 17 and also Mark 9. Some phenomena associated with mediums were found among those regarded in the Middle Ages as possessed by devils, i.e. they started talking about like levitation and speaking in languages unknown to the speaker. If you're Christian, we believe in the Holy Spirit and we do speak in unknown tongues. And, you know, to someone that doesn't know about the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit, they will be confused and scared and everything else, but it's peace. It's peace. And until you've been baptized in the Holy Spirit, you can't mansplain it. I don't know if that's an actual word, but that's the word I'm going to use. Similar phenomena were reported in the witch trials of the early modern period particularly the appearance of spirits in quasi-material form and the obtaining of knowledge through spirits. 
Some religious practices or beliefs have been ruled out or considered occults, evil, etc. Regardless of what you believe, there is something greater than mankind that created us. I believe in God and that he alone spoke life into existence. I didn't need religion of any kind to teach me that. I didn't need religion of any kind to teach me that something greater than myself created life. People like to explain things through science, but history is proof that whoever narrates or authors a story has the ability of manipulating the truth or telling a straight lie. It also unveils the weakness of the flesh and how easily it can influence the soul. There's something I wanted. There's, there's a science practice that I always question. And, and people say, Mel, why do, you, why do you do that? And I'm like, you know, they have, I think it's uh, uh, Darwinism. Let me make sure. Let me go. I need to go and look at something right quick. Because this was, I normally write everything out, but I needed to understand, and I didn't add this to it, but it's like, it's, it's evolution. It's evolution, the belief in evolution, you know, and... I have looked at things and read various um, passages, and I know what we grew up on in science. But it, there it is. That's the word, Darwin, Darwinism. And, you know, Wikipedia is a free cyclopedia, but Darwinism is a theory of, according to Wikipedia, Darwinism is a theory of biological evolution developed by the English naturalist Charles Darwin from 1809 to 1882 and others stating that all species of organism arise and develop through the natural selection of small inherited variations that increase the individual's ability to complete, survive, and reproduce. All will also call the Darwin theory. It originally included the broad concepts of, of transmutation of species or of evolution, which gained general scientific acceptance after Darwin published on the origin of species in 1859, including concepts which predated Darwin, Darwin's theories. English biologist Thomas Henry Huxley coined the term Darwin, Darwinism in April of 1860. My problem with this, and, and again, you all just look up Darwinism in Wikipedia, and not only that, um, we were taught these different things in science too, you know, evolution. Um, but the problem I have with this is it's basically saying we came from an animal. And although we may have certain characteristics of what some of these animals look like, I'm sorry, it's a no for me. You know, really think about it. If this theory was so just solid, why do we still have apes? Why do we still have monkeys? What happened to them?
I, I need somebody to explain that to me. Because if we as a human race evolved, did they just go off into the wind or hide somewhere to keep themselves from developing into a human? See, some things just don't make sense to me. And unfortunately, because someone has a big name, nobody questions it. But they will question the existence of God. Yeah, my thing is, look at when you go outside, you listen to the birds, you hear the wind blowing, you see the trees, the fact that a tree can produce fruit or it can produce flowers, it has beauty, so on and so forth. And if you put an animal or a tree or something, I get it, you have adaptation. But no matter where you put the monkeys at in the world or the apes, they are still monkeys and apes. So, again, I disagree with Darwinism. And, you know, just like some of you may disagree with the Bible. And that is 100% whatever you want to do for yourself. But again, if adaptation and evolution is as true as science predicted to be and these accepted theories by a whole bunch of crazy people why do we still have apes why do we still have monkeys just asking and yes other animals may be mammals too but at the same time can we just appreciate the diversity of each species and just leave it alone. Leave it alone. We already have microchips and all this other stuff with AI being developed to, you know, make a superhuman or whatever they plan on doing. Yet mankind hasn't mastered the fact of loving themselves. I think it's pretty sad. I really do. You'll rather believe something that makes, to me, absolutely no sense. Why would you, I'll say, dumb mankind down to the point where you think people come from monkeys? Now, I got to admit, some people do kind of look like them, but they can't help it. And, and this is not just one race of people that look like it. It's various races. You might have some people favor animals. But we don't all look the same. A lot of people are like, well, black people, they just this shade is wrong. For those of you that don't know, and happy black history. But for those of you that don't know, the lightest shade of black is white. The darkest shade of black is 1159. Let's try to be human. Let's try to be like a box of Crayola crayons and realize that we come into a world the same babies and appreciate the diversity of our complexions and to understand that even twins, identical twins, are still individual people. And to remember that all of us are purpose for greatness and just like a crayon can be useful when coloring on a canvas of life. You have a purpose. I have a purpose. 
And sometimes when one purpose is fulfilled, we have another one. So you just keep going. You're going through everything you're going through, not because you're a bad person, but maybe you are just the person for the job. Maybe you are strong enough to go through it. Just imagine a perfume bottle. It smells so great when you can manipulate it with the top and the little, um, the little spray bottle function. I don't know what it's called to be able to, you just keep the pump. That's what it is. Keep pumping and pumping until it eventually comes out. Or either you throw it on the ground and you break it. But understand that if there wasn't something that that perfume bottle had to go through to force all that goodness out, we would never know what the perfume inside of the bottle smelled like. And that's the same thing with life. You have tests and testimonies. That's where the testimonies come from. It come from tests. Will you all even think about listening to me if I never actually had relatable experiences as you? Also, think about something. Everybody always says, I don't know if I can't see some. A blind person can't see anything out here. They only can have faith that people around them are going to do the right thing. And having and with the integrity, do the right thing even when no one is looking. A person that is deaf has to have faith that someone won't misinterpret their sign language as gang signs. Or that if they're stopped by the police, that they understand their language. A person that can't walk. Understand that they have the faith and the ability to believe in themselves to keep getting up every single morning, every single evening to be the greatest version of themselves despite their circumstances. So if people with disabilities and diseases such as cancer, multiple sclerosis and lupus and so many other things are out here pushing, pushing and pushing with a smile and still encouraging others, then what is your excuse? What is your excuse? What, what we're not going to do in 2024 and, and any other time is to have a pity party. We need to lose the victim mindset. If you are an adult, you have the opportunity and chance for you to make, to make your own choices unless you're in certain governments and stuff that don't allow you to. But even then, even in the darkest hours of your life, you can still make the choice to live or to die. And wherever you are in this world, I encourage you to fight. I encourage you to never give up because you are meant to be here. And we need you. I don't know who you are, but I need you. I need you to have whatever, whatever gift God gave you, I need you to use it because you are a light in this dark world. And you can guide others to peace and prosperity and give them joy and hope. You might help talk someone off a ledge, keep someone from committing suicide, stop someone from murdering someone. You are purposed. And you may not think you have a voice, but your voice is important. And it needs to be heard.
I get on here. And guys, this podcast is no way, no shape, form, or fashion perfect at all. It's not. It's just like me. <laughs> I I just come here and I have fun doing what I love to do, which is knowing that someone is listening out there that needs to hear what I have to say. And it may not be perfect. I may make some mistakes, mispronounce some words, but just know it comes out of love because this is the second day God has woke me up at 430 in the morning to bring this this message to y'all. So I know it's real because I like to go back to bed again. People, I love y'all. But God does not play about y'all and he will wake me up. You know, other podcasters may be able to just come up with material and just do whatever. I have to actually wait until God speaks to me. So I have to be in the right mindset and place. And sometimes when I'm going through my own stuff. It's hard. And then I have to remember it's easy to have faith in God when things are going good. But when things are going bad, that's when you need to be trusting him even more. And then you trust him also when things are going good and always give him the honor. But back to our topic. I'm just getting on, just talking to y'all. Just, you know, I told y'all I have good time on here. Remember this. Some religious practices or beliefs have been ruled out or considered occults, evil, etc. Regardless of what you believe, there is something greater than mankind that created us. As I stated before, I believe in God and that he alone spoke life into existence. I didn't need religion of any kind to teach me that something greater than myself created life. People like to explain things through science, as I stated before, but history is proof that whoever narrates or authors a story has the ability of manipulating the truth or telling a straight lie. It also unveils the weakness of the flesh and how easily it can, be, it can influence the soul. As I stated on prior podcasts, I believe that we are spirits having a natural experience. I also believe that we are a three-in-one combo. <laughs> and, and before you be like, what in the world is she talking about? Let me explain. I believe first that we are spirit and our spirit connects us to God. Two, I believe that we have a soul. Our soul is our individual self. Three, I know that we have our body or our body or our flesh. And to me, I call this our shell. And four, I believe that God gives us free will. As a result, what we choose to do with our flesh can either exalt our soul or condemn it. There are so many religions and practices that are in the world that it may seem safer to shut everything out. But you can't. Your spirit yearns for that connection with God. That's why prayer and fasting is so important. We feed our flesh daily with food. By how often, but how often do we deny our flesh and feed our spirit the word of God? When we starve our spirit, we lose faith in God and allow mental illness to creep in, such as depression, anxiety. Stress in itself is a mental illness because it can affect every part of your body, etc. The examples that I listed are not normal. And should not be accepted as the diagnosis for your life. I can only encourage you to choose God over the alternative. But it's ultimately up to you. Spiritual balance is very important to me. Because I am focused and understand God's purpose for me. When I feed my spirit, I can hear his voice. And my steps 
in life are ordered. Now, I will not lie to you and say that I'm always obedient because honestly, I'm not. Just like you, I'm a working progress. I I need y'all. I need you for this. I would need the person in the back. I need y'all to listen to me. I'm just like you. I am a work in progress, but I am trying. And I stay in prayer and I read God's word for understanding. I should do both every day, but I don't. I'm getting better, y'all. I'm getting better. I pray more than I read, but I'm accountable for my inconsistent practices, too. And I'm trying to change them because I want God to be proud of me. When nobody else is in my corner, I always got God. God always has my back. There's a lot of information that can influence your belief in God. But seek him for yourself. You need to get your own relationship with God. And it's not going to always start out with the prayer, Heavenly Father, in the precious name of Jesus. It's not going to always stand. Sometimes when me and when God and I are talking, I'm like, God, you better get her. You better get her because, Lord, I need you. Lord, I don't know who they talking to, but uh, God, you going to calm me down, Lord, calm me. Like, those are some of the prayers that God and I have because God knows <laughs> if it, it was, he has, him being in my life have saved a lot of people from getting spankings that their parents should have given them. And I thank you, Jesus. Come on now. Just letting y'all know. Letting y'all know. Get your own relationship with God. Read, learn, and analyze what you read. If nothing else, all religions and folklore indicate that the supernatural exists and is either good or evil. Pick your side in this battle for your soul. But remember, you can't go wrong choosing God. This doesn't mean that bad things will not happen to you. You are crazy to have that mindset. Did you hear what happened to Jesus Christ? In case you didn't know, he was crucified and never hurt a living soul. He was God in the flesh. God understands our pain, struggles, etc. Because he became man to empathize with our struggles. He is God yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ successfully saved us by maintaining spiritual balance, meaning an active relationship with God through prayer, faith, hope, love, and daily actions. We all have issues, but at least with God, you don't have to face them alone. I understand that the various religions can be confusing, but choosing God saved my life. I can only speak from my own experience. The choice to serve God is an individual decision. But if you want to see, receive Jesus Christ, according to peacewithgod.net, it is a simple four-step process. One, you got to understand God's purpose, which is peace in life. Two, you got to know what the problem is. Sin separates us. Three, understand God's remedy. And believe it was the cross. When Jesus died on the cross, when he was crucified on the cross, he was made a living sacrifice to pay for our sins. And four, our response is to believe that Jesus Christ is real and that everything that he did was to help us and it was it's for our salvation. Will you receive Jesus Christ right now?
If the answer is yes, according to peacewithgod.net, here's what you here is how you can receive Christ. You need to first admit your need, saying, I'm a sinner. Be willing to turn your sins or repent and ask for God's forgiveness. Believe that Jesus Christ died for you on the cross and rose from the grave. Finally, through prayer, invite Jesus Christ to come in and control your life through the Holy Spirit. Receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. They suggest a prayer like the following one, and I'll say it slow enough so you can say it and repeat it. Dear God, I know I am a sinner. I want to turn from my sins, and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus Christ is your son. I believe he died for my sins and that you raised him to life. I want him to come into my heart and to take control of my life. I want to trust Jesus as my savior and follow him as my Lord from this day forward. In Jesus name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, welcome to God's family, baby. Y'all welcome to the family. Thank you for tuning in to season four, episode three of In the Valley of the Trees, Spiritual Balance. Remember, God gives you free will. It is up to you to take the next step. I can only encourage you to do so through my life experiences and or that or that of others. I may not be rich, but I have peace of mind and I have lots of love and faith and hope. And that in itself is priceless. If no one has told you that you are loved today, I love you and God loves you and you are enough. Stop being down on yourself. You can start right. The rest of your life can start right now. Success is defined by the goals that you've set for yourself in a day, not for the rest of your life in a day because you don't have tomorrow. So whatever goals you set for yourself today and you achieve, then you are successful and you need to be proud of yourself. So think positive, set good goals and don't be lazy with them. I want you to challenge yourself and you all go back. Remember what I told you, you know, you got to think Yeah, I need y'all to meditate and I need you to manifest things from God, you know, believing that God is going to help see you through. And you also got to put in that work. So, all right, do your homework, connect with nature, you know, go outside, touch the ground, find your space. But I'm counting on you to love yourself enough to try Jesus, try God, love him because he loves you and he's waiting for you. All right, y'all, that's my time. I'm your host, Jay Marie. And thanks for tuning in to my podcast. Jay Marie Speaks. See you next time.